son protested. Merrick would be unable to drive with his arm in a cast, and he did have trouble driving. Powerless and useless in its sling, the injured arm swayed on his chest. To shift gears, Merrick had to let go of the steering wheel. 3. He had had an affair with Zena, twenty-five years earlier, and all that remained from that time were some memories. One day she had appeared for a date wiping her eyes with a handkerchief and sniffling. He asked her what was wrong. She told him that a Russian notable had died the day before, a certain Zanov, Arbuzov, or Mastrobov. Judging by the abundance of her tears, the death of Mastrobov had moved her more strongly than the death of her own father. Could that really have happened? Isn't it merely his present-day hatred that has invented those tears over Mastrobov's death? No, it had certainly happened. But of course it's true that the immediate circumstances which had made these tears real and believable baffled him now, and that the memory had become as implausible as a caricature. All his memories of her were like that. They had come back together by streetcar from the apartment where they first made love. Merrick noted with distinct satisfaction that he had completely forgotten their coitions, that he was unable to recall even a single moment of them. More robust, taller than he, he was small and frail, she sat on a corner bench in the jolting streetcar, her face sullen, closed, surprisingly old. When he asked her why she was so silent, she told him she had not been satisfied with their lovemaking. She said he had made love to her like an intellectual. In the political jargon of those days, the word intellectual was an insult. It indicated someone who did not understand life and was cut off from the people. All the communists who were hanged at the time by other communists were awarded such abuse. Unlike those who had their feet solidly on the ground, they were said to float in the air. So it was fair, in a way, that as punishment the ground was permanently pulled out from under their feet, that they remained suspended a little above the floor. But what did Zena mean by accusing him of making love like an intellectual? For one reason or another, Zena was displeased with him, and just as she was capable of imbuing the most abstract relationship, the relationship with Masterbov, whom she didn't know, with the most concrete feeling, embodied in a tear, so she was capable of giving the most concrete acts of an abstract significance and her own dissatisfaction a political name. 4. In the rearview mirror he noticed a car persistently staying behind him. He had never doubted he was being followed, but up to now they had behaved with model discretion. Today, a radical change had taken place. They wanted him to know they were there. Out in the country, about twenty kilometers from Prague, there was a high fence with a service station and auto repair shop behind it. He had a pal working there who could replace his defective starter. He stopped the car in front of a red and white striped barrier blocking the entrance. Beside it stood a heavy woman. Merrick waited for her to raise the barrier, but she just stood there staring at him. 
he honked his horn in vain. He stuck his head out of the open window. Didn't they arrest you yet? asked the woman. No, they haven't arrested me yet, answered Merrick. Could you raise the barrier? She stared absently at him for some more long moments, then yawned and went back to the gatekeeper's shack. She sat down there, behind a table, no longer looking his way. So he got out of the car, walked around the barrier, and went into the repair shop to find the mechanic he knew. The mechanic came back with him and raised the barrier himself. The heavy woman was still sitting in the gatekeeper's shack, staring absently, allowing Merrick to drive in. "'You see, it's because you showed up too much on TV,' said the mechanic. "'All those dames know who you are.' "'Who is she?' asked Merrick. The mechanic told him that the invasion of Bohemia...